0: You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode and it's episode number 71, today so today i want to talk about who are you taking advice from and really knowing who to take advice from we are in unprecedented times as far as you know markets as far as business as far as technology as far as social media a lot of things that we'll talk about and obviously there's a lot of people out there there's a lot of noise out there there's a lot of people offering a lot of things out there and so how do we know what's best for us? And how do we know kind of really who knows what they're doing and who's just out there kind of spruking? And yes, when I when I have this conversation, obviously, totally get the irony of me saying this whilst I'm here giving you advice on who to take advice from. So of course, you can take everything I say with a ground of salt. Um, but the reality is that there are a lot of people out there who are very, very good and then there's probably even more people out there who are just kind of selling a bit of hype and just sort of spruking a few things. And obviously, if we take incorrect advice, it can be the most expensive thing that we do. Sometimes the greatest decision you can make when it comes to business or investing or mentorship is not To do something and sometimes you know sometimes the best most profitable trade you make is the one you don't make because if you make a bad trade and it takes a shirt off your back then like (laughs) that's the worst thing you can possibly do obviously um and so sometimes we need to understand that not all advice is going to get us where we want to go so Here are sort of three things for me when I'm, you know, when I'm seeing and I'm getting messages in my inbox or you're seeing ads and stuff popping up on your social media feed and I'm having three mental questions go through my head before I want to sort of respond to this person or reach out to this person. So the first one is have they actually made money yet? And when I say have they made money yet, what I mean is with a lot of, you know, investing and trading in especially... Have they actually made money as far as is that money in their back pocket? Because when we're talking, you know, trading and investing and I've, you know, I've done some sort of, you know, investing 101 podcasts and capital gains versus cash flow. So if, if this doesn't quite make sense, you can go back to those earlier ones. But really, at the end of the day, like capital gains, you know, buy at $50, sell at $100, whatever it is, what we have is unrealized capital gains until we sell. So if someone's bought a stock at $50 and it's currently trading at $100, they have an unrealized capital gains at that point. So they have the potential to have made money, but they haven't sold yet. So they haven't actually made any money yet. They have the potential if they sell, but we know that human greed, you know, emotional stuff like that, FOMO, greed, fear, all those things play into this point. So the person could sit there and say, oh, no, I'm going to keep holding. I'm going to keep holding. It's going to get to 150. It's going to get to 200. But they could be out there saying, you know, oh, look how much money I've made. And then the market turns. Something goes wrong. Suddenly that stock is down to $40. They never made any money in that position. They had unrealized capital gains to a point. But because they didn't sell until they'd lost, they actually lost money. So what we need to understand straight off the bat is if someone is telling you only what they've made in potential, they haven't actually made money yet. And sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes they're telling you about the trades that they have won, but not the trades that haven't won. And, you know, sometimes it gets, sometimes trading can cr- c- cross a bit of a line between gambling and speculation. And, you know, we all know of the that gambler friend that tells you about the big wins they had or the, the big time they got up in Vegas, but they don't tell you about all the other ones where they lost. And so unfortunately, sometimes we can see that as well, where people are like, look at this trade, look at this trade. All the ones that have gone bad, they've sold out, they've lost, they're not showing up on the balance sheet because they lost they're just showing you the unrealized potential capital gains so my first question is are they making money consistently like is that money in their back pocket have they actually had the emotional control the strength the understanding or are they someone who was a little bit right time right place right time and they're just kind of holding out for this grand slam run. They're just like, you know, this is it. I found this one stock and I'm holding out and I'm milking every last cent out of it. Now, when it comes to investing, you can never go broke leaving a party too soon. You know, the people who get into trouble leave the party too late. If you want to, you know, if you want to stay solvent, there's nothing wrong with taking your profits a little bit too soon. It is always better to take them too soon than too late. Now, That then rolls into the second question when we're talking about kind of right place, right time. Do they actually know how they made the money? And this is for business as well. You know, I'm I'm talking stock specifically at the moment, but this is for business as well. People who are coming in into like a momentum phase in their company, people who are coming into a momentum phase in the markets, people who are coming into great situations and are they momentum makers or momentum riders there are people who are there creating growth there are people there who allow a company to grow and really 2x 3x 5x there are people who are sitting there as well riding off the wake of that momentum wave so some people are going to come in right place right time and they've caught lightning in a bottle and you know congratulations to them i don't have any resentment or anything about that but they don't really know how they've done it yet because everything has been smooth sailing to that point. And we know, and I've talked about this many times, you know, the, the skills that we develop is really where the wealth is. The fortune is in the challenges that we face that give us the skills that really allow us to develop a rock-solid foundation, a rock-solid legacy comes from going through some ups and downs. So if you just come in at the right place at the right time, you're just gonna just going to have ups. It's like, you know, you're just rolling downhill in a car. But we know great drivers learn in the corners. Great drivers don't learn on straight roads. Skilled sailors don't learn on flat seas. Skilled sailors learn in the storms. And so if they're not really sure how they made that money, they just sort of happen to be there. Again, hopefully they take care of it Unfortunately, often they don't, we'll come back to that in a sec, but if they can't explain to you to the point of how it can be done in any market, how it can be done with any business, how it can be done with any product, how it can be done with any market condition, then they're probably not in a position where they can tr- uh, truly help you. Now, from an expectation point of view, yes, the problem is, and we'll come to this a, a little bit more in the next point as well. The problem is when it's all smooth sailing, when it's all downhill, when it's all nice and straight roads, it can lead to very abnormal expectations. And that's one of the problems. One of the worst things you can do when you invest is make money in your first investment. One of the very worst things that can happen in business is that you have success day one because for a lot of people, their expectations are then ruined for the rest of their life. They come in and they pick one stock, one investment, one company, they align with one product, they do one thing and it completely explodes overnight and they have incredible, incredible success. They are literally an overnight success. And again, fantastic for them, but it's incorrect expectations going forward. A lot of people are then going to think, well, this is what is normal. I can just recreate this all the time. And unfortunately, we see a lot of people who have early success really struggle later. So then the final question, it's first question is, have they made money yet? Second question is that, do they know how they actually made that money? And third question, how long or how consistently have they been doing these two things? Have they been making money and understanding how to do it consistently? So at the moment, and I was reading these stats just the other day, and since COVID lockdown, so kind of 18 months ago now when we had the the worldwide lockdown, just from that date, property in Australia has been up 19%, is up 19%. Stocks in Australia up 25%. And I could look at, you know, obviously stats all around the world are going to be very similar to that. Bitcoin, obviously one of the big cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin itself is up almost 10 times since the COVID lockdowns. Now there's lots of other coins that have done lots of other things, but even then from a macro point of view, we have been in an unprecedented bull market since 2009. With the occasional little blip here and there, we have been in an incredible, incredible, incredible bull market since this like early 2009. So if someone has been investing only since 2009, again, they should be making money. Like it's, it's not that difficult to be making money in a raging bull market. So I would want to be working with someone ideally as much as I could, who was making money before the GFC, went through the GFC, understood what happened there, learned from that and is now going out and continuing to make money. If Bitcoin's up 10x, I someone on my social media the other day was sort of like sprooking how much they'd made off Bitcoin, and this was the day after it hit an all-time high. And so obviously in my head it's like, well, yeah, it's an it's an all-time high. You've you bought something and then you've held it, like, you know, and I don't mean to be dismissive. They they were obviously very proud of themselves, but They can't go to the point where they're like, let me show you how, because really all they've done is just buy and hold. If Bitcoin was going down and they were still making money, if we were in a kind of stagflation point, if we were in a position where the stock market was all over the shop, very volatile stock market, and they were consistently making money because you can If you understand markets, if you understand business, if you understand all these sorts of things, you can be making money when stocks are going down. You can be making money when stocks are going completely sideways and not moving at all. You can be having success in business in the middle of a recession. If you have a good enough product, your product will sell whether it's a good time, a bad time or a medium time. And they're, the, again, the skills that people will develop through the challenges. So right at the moment, if someone's telling me what they've made in crypto and the, what they've made in Bitcoin, all that I can think of in the back of my head is like, well, yeah, if, you, if you'd bought and sold and you'd 10 extra money, to me, that's a kind of bare minimum to a point where like, okay, you you do know what to do. Now they've demonstrated emotional, uh, you know, emotional control, obviously, if they've just bought and held and all that kind of stuff. But it's not a thing that can reproduce because we just happen to be in this incredible unprecedented market wave. So whoever you're following, and obviously if you're listening to this, you've got enough respect for me to be following me to this point, but whoever else you're following out there, whatever you're seeing up on your social media, just understand obviously there are very, very good people out there who are giving a lot of value and helping a lot of people and there are people who are... You know, incredible and have been doing it for a very long time. Totally understand the irony that this is a newer project that I've been working on, but I have been doing business, I have been doing investing since, you know, 2005 kind of thing and went through that GFC and went through all the ups and downs. And those expensive and painful lessons have kept us so much further ahead of the curve 10, 15 years later. And so I just worry when I see people out there, you know, look what I've managed to achieve in the past 18 months, because it's it's like this enormous wave has just caught a lot of other people along the way. And there's a lot of other people riding this wave. And unfortunately, they can't reproduce it to a point where they could teach someone how to do it. And that's where we see things start to go wrong. And that's where, again, when we look at history being instructive and we look at dot com booms and look at GFCs. So much happens that kind of end of the boom, and this is what I'm really worried about right at the moment, the final gasps of the boom before everything goes is when the kind of mum and dad investor are being told, things have never been better, put your money in here because things have never been better, look what we've been able to achieve. That's a really big thing. At right, just two days ago, one of the, the biggest bank in Australia has just said, you know, they're going to start to allow crypto trading and a lot of people are very excited by that. And again, to me, it's like, oh, is this the last Jenga piece Then is this the last bit of the wave where they're making the mum and dad investors, the, the middle class essentially are being allowed access to these things and they're hearing all this stuff and they're hearing all the boom that's normally when they're kind of getting the last gasp before things fall apart. And that is unfortunately kind of the game of Wall Street. I mean, Wall Street isn't set up to allow the average mom and dad investor to make a lot of money. Wall Street is set up so that the powerful can take money from the rest of the world. And unfortunately, that's the thing. And that's why I don't do a lot in Wall Street, because I don't think it's a particularly fair game. It's a very stacked deck. It is not a zero-sum game. It's a negative-sum game in there. So whatever you're doing whatever you're hearing whatever you're reading just make sure that you take that little bit of time don't get the emotions up again it's all about let's not get caught up in fomo let's not get caught up in greed there will always be opportunities there will always be opportunities to grow ourselves there will always be opportunities to invest and when people are saying it's never been easier look how much money i've made look how much is going on we just need to check Well, have that actually sold yet is that money actually in their back pocket Do they know how it happened or did they just happen to get a good tip from a friend or did they happen to just kind of luck into some things and have they been doing it through ups and downs as well or have they just been going through the ups because if they can't answer those three questions, then, you know, unfortunately, maybe they're just not in a position where they can give fantastic advice and, you know, free advice or bad advice can be very expensive so guys I hope that helps as always I hope that just helps with your little bit of mindset your you know your growth and as always helping those little puzzle pieces fall into place helping you take better control of your own financial future because at the end of the day the only person who's really going to help who's, who's, I shouldn't say, sorry, the only person who's really going to truly care about your financial future is you. You know, you are the most important person in your financial future. And you want to take care of your money with that mindset as well. Understanding that, other people, you know, there's other people who can offer advice. There's other people who can offer tools, other people who can offer systems, but no one's going to take care of it better than you are at the end of the day, because it's your money. You've worked really hard for it. Take care of it now, and it will be there to take care of you later when you need it. As always, guys, that is my hope for you that you will have that freedom. You will have that structure and you'll have that financial independence as you grow and learn. I hope you all have an amazing weekend and I will see you all again next week. Bye.